Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host Connor and today we are taking a look at our second deck profile for EX2 this week, Beelzemon. Uh, thanks to delays, EX2 has been just a flash in the pan here in Australia before the release of BTO9, which saw its pre-release this past weekend. So in order to have the time to take a look at the decks that I've been excited about using EX2 cards, we've released two deck profile episodes this week. We've also covered a Mega Gargomon deck in episode 75, so if you're interested, make sure to go and check that episode out. But today, we're looking at Beelzemon, which is a purple deck that has been a subject of a lot of conversation. Now, before we get to the main topic, there is one other big announcement that we need to cover, and that is the recent banned and restricted announcement from Bondi. So the new... The new announcement is, effective August 1st, 2022, the following cards will be restricted to one copy. BT7038 Jet Silphimon and BT7086 Tommy Himi. Jet Silphimon is a level 5 yellow Digimon, 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 7000 DP. It says, when one of your Digimon with a Tamer card in its Digivolution cards Digivolves into this card in your hand, reduce the memory cost of the Digivolution by 2. And then when Digivolving, if a card with Hybrid in its traits is in this Digimon's Digivolution cards, recovery plus 1. Now here's what Bondi had to say. Decks that use this card have dominated the metagame for longer than anticipated, greatly limiting viable decks in yellow. For this reason, we've decided to restrict this card to one copy per deck. So basically they're saying Yellow Hybrid in the deck that used Jet Silphimon was dominant in the metagame for longer than was kind of healthy by Bandai's, ex- um, by Bandai's reasoning. So, And it was stopping other Yellow decks from coming to the forefront. Really, if you were playing Yellow and you wanted to be competitive, you were playing Yellow Hybrid. So by limiting Jet Silphimon, which was a main component of that deck, it costs one to Digivolve over any of your hybrids and it recovers one no matter what what level of security you're already at. It just adds an extra one. You could get up to seven, eight, nine security with Jet Silphimon very, very easily. So this Limitation isn't going to necessarily out and out kill Yellow Hybrid, but it will definitely bring its power down quite a lot, so it shouldn't be quite so dominant. As for Tommy Himi, that is a three-cost blue Tamer card that reads, Security, play this card without paying its memory cost. On play, trash three Digivolution cards from the bottom of one of your opponent's Digimon, and it has an inheritable effect because it's designed to be used with hybrids that reads, when attacking once per turn until the end of your opponent's next turn, one of your opponent's Digimon with no Digivolution cards can't attack or block. And Bandai said about the Tommy Himi restriction, this card trashes multiple Digivolution cards from the bottom of a Digimon for a low cost and can prevent Digimon with no Digivolution cards from attacking or blocking each turn. This ultimately limits the gameplay experience and causes frustration, therefore we've decided to restrict it to one copy per deck. So the big issue with Tomihimi is the fact that that sort of um, freezing effect, stopping a Digimon from attacking or blocking, is repeatable. It's whenever you attack with the Tomihimi. It's not that hard to get multiple Tomihimis into play. Each time you put one into play, you're trashing probably all the Digivolution cards from the bottom of one of your opponent's Digimon. Let's be real. By the time you're trashing three, most Digimon will have none left. And then you can just repeatedly freeze that Digimon in place with the very, very easy mechanic of Digivolving a hybrid over Tomihimi. So that was oppressive 
and by Bandai's estimation, wasn't very fun. It was causing a lot of frustration, so that's why they've decided to limit it. Now, there's a lot of back and forth about whether these limitations have been good or bad, but I think on the whole, people are feeling pretty positive. Hybrids was a while ago. We're in BT9 now, and the hybrid decks came out in BT7, so that's BT8, EX2, BT9. That's three sets, and the hybrid decks were still dominant in the metagame, so clearly something needed to be done. I think very few people would argue that everything was fine as is because a deck should not be that dominant for that long. It gets very, very boring when one deck or a couple of decks is just, you know, dominating for that long. So on the whole, I agree with these limitations. I feel really good about seeing these finally come into play because I know these decks have been very, very frustrating. Um, But I would love to hear what you think. So please let me know. And now for our main topic. So today we are taking a look at a new purple deck using cards from EX2 and it is Beelzebon. This is a deck that I think the general consensus was it's almost really good, but not quite. Like it's almost meta, but it's not quite. Um, But my estimation of looking at it is that it looks like a lot of fun. It's built around a really popular character from the particular season of the anime, Tamers, and it does some really interesting stuff in terms of the way that it manipulates your own deck and wants to put cards into your trash in a specific way that we've seen a little bit of in purple, but definitely never to this level. So the whole point of the deck is to get as many of your cards into your own trash as possible, have effects happen when you do so, So get benefits for putting cards from your deck directly into trash. And then obviously Digivolve up into Beelzebon and use that to eventually close out the game. The deck is built around Beelzebon EX2. This is a purple level 6. It costs 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and it says when this card is trashed from your deck, you may play one Impmon from your trash without paying its memory cost. Then it says when Digivolving, when attacking... You may trash the top two cards of your deck, then delete one of your opponent's level 3 or lower Digimon. For every 10 cards in your trash, add one to the maximum level of the Digimon you can choose with this effect. So, as you're trashing cards from your deck, there is of course the risk that you're going to trash a Beelzemon, and what I like about Beelzemon is that it gives you a benefit from doing that. If you trash this card from the top of your deck using one of your effects, you don't get nothing. You get to play an Impmon from your trash for free, which can be very, very powerful. You're getting a body onto the board for very, very little cost. So you're getting something, you're not putting anything in, that's generally pretty good. And then Beelzebon's when digivolving, when attacking effect is also very good. You're trashing cards from your deck, which that's something you want to be doing anyway, so it helps to kind of get your engine, get your effects online. And then you're controlling your opponent's board. You're deleting one of their Digimon. If you have fewer than 10 cards, you get to delete a level 3. If you have 10 cards or more, you get to delete a level 4. 20 cards or more, and you're deleting a level 5. If you get all the way up to 30 cards or more, you're deleting a level 6 every time you attack. 
the way that this deck is built, the number of cards you're trashing for the top of your deck, I don't think it's unreasonable to get up to 20 cards in your trash very, very quickly. And if the game goes long, you may get up to 30 and then be deleting a level 6 every time you attack, which is pretty good. That's pretty bonkers. So that's kind of the, the key piece of the deck. Let's now take a look at the rest of the deck's construction. We have the Digitama deck, two copies of Pagumon BT7, which says, when attacking, trash the top card of your deck. Nice and simple. You're getting a card from the top of your deck into trashing it into your trash and getting some effects out of it. We have a lot of effects like Beelzemon that trigger when cards are trashed from the top of our deck. So this is gonna be a very consistent way to kind of have that be happening and get access to those effects when we want to, we choose when to attack. So happy to have two copies of that. And then we're playing three copies of Pagumon ST6 from the Vi Venomous Violet starter deck, which says on deletion, trash the top two cards of your deck. Um, again, we're trashing the top two cards of our deck. That's something that we want to be doing. And we're getting a benefit for our Digimon being deleted. So we can be a little bit more aggressive because we're still getting something back if our Digimon happened to be deleted by security effects. So I tend to play more aggressive, so I went for three of this Pagumon, two of the other Pagumon, but you could definitely play around with those ratios to suit your playstyle. In the level three slots, we have four copies of Impmon from EX2. This is the new Impmon. It costs three to play, zero to Digivolve, 1000 DP. It says, when this card is trashed from your deck, if it wasn't trashed by EX2039 Impmon's effect, you may trash up to three cards from the top of your deck. So basically what that means is when you trash Impmon from the top of your deck, if it wasn't trashed by the effect of this same Impmon, like an Impmon with this same number, then you can trash up to three cards from the top of your deck. And that's just to stop kind of a cascade of you trash an Impmon, trash the top three cards, there's another one of these Impmon, you trash another three, like that would be excessive. So you can only do this once. If you hit another Impmon too bad, it doesn't trigger again. And then it has on play, reveal the top four cards of your deck, add one Digimon card with Beelzebon in its name and one I and Mako among them to your hand, place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order, so this is also a searcher card, it's grabbing our Beelzebon or our blast modes which we'll talk about later, and it's grabbing our very relevant Tamer. So the fact that it can grab both from the top four is really nice, you could potentially draw two off of this, which is always really good, but just, just very good search as well. So. The fact that it's doing multiple things is really nice. And then it also has an inheritable, which says your turn while this Digimon has Beelzebon in its name, it gets plus 3000 DP. So this Digimon really does so much for us. It is trashing cards from the top of our deck, which we know that we want. It is finding us our key pieces and it is buffing up our Beelzebon. So 10 out of 10, four copies of it. We love it. Next, four Impmon BT2. Three to play, zero to Digivolve, 1000 DP this time. And it just says, on deletion, trash the top three cards of your deck. You can be a bit aggressive with these because they're going to get you that benefit of trashing cards from the top of your deck, which is really nice. You don't mind attacking in with these at level three, but they're also cheap. They're imp ones, so they work with some of our other effects. And, uh, you know, they're core to our deck, so... Pretty happy to see four copies of this Impmon as well. And then we're playing three copies of Impmon BT6. Three to play, zero to Digivolve, 2000 DP. And this one says, on play, you may trash one card in your hand. If you do, 
Return one Digimon card with seven great demon lords or three musketeers in its type from your trash to your hand. The key here is that Beelzemon is one of these cards with seven great demon lords or three musketeers in its type. So you can return the Beelzemon to your hand and get it back. The reason I only play three copies of this rather than four, why I've gone to limit this Impmon rather than one of the other Impmons, just because you're trashing from hand rather than from the top of your deck. So I would rather, I would rather be more consistently trashing from the top of our deck than trashing from hand. That's just me personally. But the fact that you can get, if you do happen to trash your Beelzebub, you can still get it back to hand. Very, very nice. So this imp one is still good. We still play three copies, but we don't need the full four because it's not an effect we need all the time. It's an effect we need sometimes. And then we're playing two copies of Gazimon BT3. This is three to play, zero to Digivolve, 2000 DP. It says all turns, your opponent can't gain memory except with Tamer effects. So just a nice way to lock down what our opponents are doing to slow them down especially if they're planning to gain a lot of memory. And as we head, especially into BT09, we're starting to see that there's a bit of memory gain effects off of Tamers. So this should help to kind of lock down our opponents or at least slow them down and stop them from doing too many more actions on their turn than we get to do on ours. In the level four slots, we are playing firstly four copies of Dobermon EX2. This costs five to play, two to Digivolve, has 4,000 DP. It says when you would play this card from your hand, reduce its play cost by two if you have Alice McCoy in play. That is not going to be relevant. We don't have any Alice McCoys, but it's nice to know that it's an option. If you wanted to put in some Alice McCoys, you're going to get some extra benefits. And then we also have on deletion, trash the top three cards of your deck, then return one purple Digimon card or one purple Tamer card from your trash to your hand. So you're seeing that we can be a bit aggressive. All of our, all of our sort of level threes, level fours, or at least a lot of them, we don't mind attacking in with so much because we do get at least those on deletion effects. So we can stand to be a bit quicker because we're still going to get effects. And Dobermon is not like Dobermon is 4,000 DP. It's not huge. So you could attack in with this and be attacking to security or attack into an opponent's Digimon and be very fairly confident that you're going to get to delete it and you're going to get to return a purple Digimon card or a purple Tamer to your hand. So really nice effect. Getting stuff back once we've trashed it. Potentially access search as well because you do trash the top three cards of your deck. So even if you don't have a card that you want to return in your trash, you might still get one when you when the Dobermon is deleted. So... Nice card all around for us. We are playing two copies of Solmon BT8. This is four to play, two to Digivolve, 4,000 DP, and the Inheritable reads your turn once per turn. When a card is trashed from your deck, gain one memory. We know that that's good because we're trashing a lot of cards from our deck. So we're going to get gain memory, extend our plays, which is very nice. Only two copies because otherwise Solmon is not doing a lot for us, but that effect is nice enough that we still want access to it some of the time. And then one copy of Lurvimon BT7. Five to play, two to Digivolve, 5,000 DP. You may Digivolve this card from your hand onto one of your purple tamers as if the tamer is a level three purple Digimon. Just, just acting as a closer there. And only one copy because we don't need it all the time. We only need to see one per game. And we do have recursion effects like our Dobermon, like our... Um, we, you know, we're in purple, we can get our stuff back. So, 
and we're going to be trashing a lot of cards from the top of our deck, so we're going to have access to this Lurvimon fairly often, so we don't need to play more than one copy. In the level 5 slots, we are playing 4 copies of Skull Satamon BT8. Costs 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7000 DP, has when Digivolving, trash the top 2 cards of your deck. Then, return 1 card with Demon Lord and its traits from your trash to your hand. Um, as you might have guessed, Beelzemon has Demon Lord in its traits, so you're going to be able to return a Beelzemon to your hand when you Digivolve into Skull Satamon. So again, even though you're potentially trashing them because we're trashing a lot of cards, you're still going to be able to get it back. And also, Skull Satamon trashes cards from the top of your deck, activates our effects as well. So, Chef's Kiss, it's doing a lot for us. And then finally, the Inheritable, your turn once per turn, when cards are trashed from your deck, gain one memory. So... A double up of our Solmon effect. Um, it just, just an all around good card. So happy to have it at four. This is the level five we mostly want to see. And then two copies of Skull Marimon BT3. Five to play, two to Digivolve, vanilla. Um, it has some DP, but it doesn't matter because really we're playing this because we can play it for five if we get desperate or we can Digivolve into it for two, so it's cheap. Sometimes that's all you need. There's not really another level 5 that I wanted here, so I was happy to include just the two Skull Merrimon. If there's another level 5 you feel more confident about, feel free to put it in in place of the Skull Merrimon. It's the one of the less important parts of the deck, and one of those, what I'd like to call flex slots, flexible slots, that you can customize to suit your own playstyle. In the level 6 slots, obviously because it's the main sort of um, thing that we've built around for the deck, we're playing four copies of the EX2 Beelzemon. We've already talked about what that does, we don't need to explain that here. We're playing two copies of Beelzemon BT2. This is the secret rare from 1.0 Beelzemon. Special booster version 1.0. It costs 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and it says... While you have 10 or more cards in your trash, your Impmon can Digivolve into this card in your hand for a memory cost of 4, ignoring this card's Digivolution requirements. You can warp Digivolve from your Impmon into Beelzemon for just 4 memory, so long as you have 10 or more cards in your trash. Um, guess how often we are going to have 10 or more cards in our trash, given almost every card in our deck trashes cards from our deck. That's right, all the time, constantly. Very, very quickly, we are going to hit this threshold, and then any of our Impmon, and we're playing, we are playing 11 copies of it, so we're playing a lot of Impmon, is going to be able to warp Digivolve into this Beelzemon, and then when it does, it will get the when Digivolving effect that says delete one of your opponent's level 4 or lower Digimon, so we can delete one of our opponent's Digimon for very, very cheap, very, very easy, and then we are at level 6. And although it doesn't allow us access to our other Beelzemon, what being up at level 6 very quickly does give us access to is Beelzemon Blast Mode, our level 7, which we are playing two copies of. This is Beelzemon Blast Mode. It's from EX2. It costs 15 to play, 6 to Digivolve, has 15,000 DP. It says when this card is trashed from your deck, delete one of your opponent's level 4 or lower Digimon. When Digivolving, delete all of your opponent's Digimon with the highest level, and then your turn for every 10 cards in your trash, this Digimon gains Security Attack plus 1. So the Blast Mode is beefy. At 15,000 DP, it trades with 
just about anything except an Imperial Dramon Paladin mode or an Alphamon or a Yukon. When this card is trashed from your deck, delete one of your opponent's level 4 lower Digimon. So even if we're trashing it using one of our effects, we still get to delete something a level 4 or lower. That's a really good deletion effect for what is essentially free. That's amazing. When Digibobbing, delete all of your opponent's Digimon with the highest level is great because we're going to get at least their most powerful Digimon, and if they've not been careful and they have multiple level 6s, or they're only up to level 5, but they've got multiple level 5, you are deleting all of those suckers. So this could potentially be very, very strong, and even if it's not very, very strong, it's still good. It deletes your opponent's most powerful Digimon, which is nice. And then for every 10 cards in your trash, this Digimon gains security attack plus 1. This is going to have security attack plus one, just flat out, it will. There's almost never going to be a situation where this won't, I promise you. And then it potentially could have security attack plus two. If it's very late in the game, it might even check security attack plus three. I think this will probably sit around one or two, though, and that is pretty good. That That is pretty, pretty good. So we are happy to play two copies of Beelzebub Blast Mode for that reason. In the option card slots, we're playing a fair few options. We've got four copies of Death Slinger, a new option from EX2. It costs four to play. It says when this card is trashed from your deck, you gain one memory. Very, very nice. Hammer Spark for free. Main, delete one of your opponent's level four or lower Digimon. For every 10 cards in your trash, add one to the maximum level of the Digimon you can choose with this effect. So again, mostly we'll be able to delete level fives or lower once we get later in the game, we'll be able to delete level 6s for 4 memory. That is an exceptional rate. That is huge. Deleting a level 6 or lower for 4 memory is phenomenal. So we play 4 copies of Deathslinger to control our opponent's board and get rid of threats. 3 copies of Mist Memory Boost. This is from BT8. It costs 3 to play. It says, trash the top 2 cards of your deck and draw 1. Then place this card in your battle area. And then it says, delay gain two memory. So you're trashing cards from the top of your deck, potentially triggering quite a few effects because we have a lot of effects that trigger off of that. And then you're drawing a card anyway. So you are getting a card into your hand. So this is replacing itself in your hand. And then later on, you can trash it from your battle area in order to gain two memory. So this is setting up your later plays as well. So a very nice card for our strategy. We're playing two copies of Purple Memory Boost, three cost, reveal the top four cards of your deck, add one purple Digimon card among them to your hand, place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order, then place this card in your battle area, and then it has delay gain to memory. All of our Digimon are purple, so this is really, really good search. Looking at the top four and then grabbing any purple Digimon, this is going to really smooth out our gameplay experience because we're going to be able to find our missing levels, we're going to be able to find our key pieces, and then later on this is going to set up our plays with that extra two memory. Finally, this is a card I was back and forth on, I landed on including it, I was really really torn, and I think once I read the effect you're going to see why. Darkness Wave, this is from ST10, which is Parallel World Tactician, the starter deck, costs one to play. It says, Trash the top three cards of your deck. Then, if you have a yellow Digimon in play, return one yellow or purple Digimon card from your trash to your hand. Now, eagle-eared listeners will know we are not playing yellow Digimon. So you don't get access to that second part of the effect. In our deck, Darkness Wave reads, Pay one, 
trash the top three cards of your deck. That is the effect. And I was back and forth on it because I thought it doesn't, it just trashes cards. It doesn't do anything else. But it costs one. Some of our effects gain us memory for trashing cards from the top of our deck, so it might be free. Some of our cards, we could trash a blast mode and delete a level four for one memory. Even even if we don't trash the correct cards from the top of our deck, we've got effects on field that trigger off of trashing cards from the top of our deck. So being able to set those effects off for just one memory, potentially getting cards that we can then recur into our trash, Ultimately, I landed on including this card, but I was very back and forth on it, and I would love to hear what you think about it. Finally, our Tamers, we are playing four copies of I and Mako from EX2. This is a four-cost Tamer. It says, start of your turn, if you have two memory or less, set your memory to three, and then your turn, when you attack with a Digimon, you may suspend this Tamer to trash the top card of your deck. Then if the attacking Digimon is Beelzemon, you may Digivolve it into a Beelzemon Blast Mode in your trash for a Digivolution cost of three. So you actually even want your Beelzebub Blast Modes in your trash because that's when you're going to be able to use I and Mako to Digivolve any of your Beelzebub into Beelzebub Blast Mode for three. And remember, when you do that, when you Digivolve into the Blast Mode, you are going to delete all of your opponent's Digimon with the highest level, and then you're attacking for two, three, maybe even four checks. So really love I and Mako here, especially because the worst case scenario is it's still getting cards into your trash, which is something we really want anyway. So that's the deck. Whether or not it is competitive, I don't know, but you're going to put a lot of your cards into your trash. It's going to be fun. You're going to have this huge trash pile. You're going to get all of these effects. You're going to be able to sort of gamble a little bit. There's going to be an element of chance depending on what you trash from the top of your deck, which is kind of fun. Like sometimes relying on a high roll, th that can be fun. That can be exhilarating when you're not playing in a top level tournament, when you're just playing for fun down at locals. That's a really fun feeling. So this deck, I think for me, this deck is fun, is probably the word I would come away with. I really enjoy it. It's flexible. There's a few flex slots in here that you can play back and forth with. I've seen a lot of different versions of this deck, so definitely the one that I've built here is not the be-all and end-all. You can absolutely customize this the way you want. I've seen versions without level 5s, so really you can go pretty, pretty nuts with this. So all in all, I think it's a fun deck, and I'm very happy to get the chance to present it to all of you as we head into BT9. I'm glad that I got the time to present this EX2 deck before it passes beyond the veil. Alright, you've well and truly heard enough from me. Now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is what do you think about the recent restricted announcement? What do you think about Jet Silphimon being restricted to one? What do you think about Tomihimi being restricted to one? I really want to hear your thoughts. If you have an answer to our listener question, or if you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, you can email me, memorygagepodcast at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group, Memory Gage Podcast. You can tweet at me, at Connor EFMG, or you can join our Discord server. Links to all of that are in the show notes of this episode, and I'm always happy to hear from you listeners. 
New episodes of this show come out each and every week, so make sure that you are following us on your podcast service of choice so that you can stay up to date. And if your podcast service of choice allows it, if you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please consider rating and reviewing the show. It really helps us out, and it helps new listeners to find us. All right, thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out. Logging out.